This is Ravens Flock Talk Podcast, coming to you every week with their thoughts and opinions on each and every Ravens game. Tune in weekly and join the flock. This is Ravens Flock Talk. I'm your host, Brandon, with my co-host, my dad. In an ugly, ugly game, um, we are recording this a couple days after, and I think, uh, you know, we, we haven't been recording right after games usually, but I think this week we really needed a couple days because uh, I was very in- infuriated. I mean, I think this was the, the most angry I've been uh, from our losses this year. This was absolutely pathetic. It was embarrassing, unacceptable, and... Ironically, we got like some drama now and moves at the time of this recording since the loss. So a lot to talk about, but in my personal opinion, very few positives to pull away from this this loss against Cleveland. Yeah, I can't agree with you more, Brandon. Um, we're, we're over here. We're away. You don't know what's going to happen. You have Huntley starting, and a lot of people are high on Huntley. So, okay, let him prove what he can do with Lamar out. And um, it was not a good showing. Okay, so you know, I, I don't. I'm lost for words because this is a division game. We didn't have a lot of injuries on this game except for Lamar, as Brandon pointed out to me. So I was hopeful. I was saying, okay, you know, for and then you know, uh, let's just talk about the first drive. I mean, um, I, I really can't even recall the first... Oh, actually, yeah, the, yeah. the, the Patrick Ricard fourth yeah. and one. I mean, we, we were going so well, and I mentioned to you before, this team, for some reason, whatever happens on the first drive seems to dictate the rest of the game. And I knew when they didn't get that fourth down conversion, it was going to suck the life out of us. And we were gonna we were gonna change. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't remember. You tell me that every week the first drive we have dictates the tone of the game, and so we're optimistic. We're driving down like nobody's business. Here, here's J.K. doing his thing again, marching down the field, and we get into the red zone, and all of a sudden we can't finish it off in the red zone. I just don't know what's happening. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of a long fourth and one, and that is what I'm kind of scared of when it comes to Ricard because uh, it's it's more like a fourth and two, you know. Yeah, but he's got to drag some guys. I I mean, I don't know. I feel like J.K. was just so yeah. hot on that drive, and again, this game over a hundred yards, 125 yards, 13 carries. Gus had 55. I mean. We finally got our two running backs. You just, yeah, I, me, I don't know. Let me go back know. to your comment. That's exactly, you know I'm a big Ricard fan, especially fourth and one, fourth and inches. He drags people, you know, to first down. I don't mind the call, but the problem was I didn't, he had no blocking. I mean, you know, offensive line, you've got to block for this big 300-something pound he even, pullback. He even had a second chance, like, spin maneuver to try to get it. Still couldn't get well, it. Well, uh, I think he got it, but they blew the whistle dead before he did the spin move the ref. So my, my thing is— I, I mean, I, at the time I thought he got it, but looking back, I, I don't think he, he because ever, they called the whistle ever crossed he, the line, though. I don't think he ever did, in my the, opinion. Even with the surge? I, I think so. Okay. It, 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 the, the, after I looked at it, but I mean, nevertheless, I mean, when it comes to the play calling, absolutely horrendous. 
and they got I mean uh, Greg Roman abandoned the run. Yeah, and your point is uh, back to Dobbin. He's eating them up. Feed me, feed me, you know. And uh, and then when it's critical, they're not doing it. And this is so typical Roman. I mean, this whole podcast, Brandon, in my opinion, could just be focused on Roman. We've been saying this for years. How and we were praising him in the beginning of the year. We were praising him. That was the one difference. First three games, okay. But he's not consistent. He, he, he's not sustainable with his play calling. And it's so typical every year in critical moments. And going into the playoffs, he always seems to fail. It's deja vu with the Tennessee game. Yeah. You know, we're number one seed. The I mean, that was the year where really our run game. I mean, yeah. it was overpowered. It was who we were. And he abandoned it right after the first drive. Agreed. We have a two-headed monster, running backs, different skill sets. We're marching. They couldn't stop it. So what does he do in the second half late? He stops the run. Yep. And and, and we don't have the receivers. We don't have the premier receivers to it's do that. It's so infuriating. Yeah, I, it's I, I want this guy gone. Yeah. He needs to go. I mean... Uh, and I'm I'm sick of John too, but Greg Roman sucks the life out of this team. I I just don't get it. And people, you know, it's funny. Like all these uh, national ESPN guys, they like praise Roman and what he's done with Lamar. As far as I'm concerned, Lamar has bailed him out yeah. and made him look that, better that, than he what made, he is. He made him look good. Ravens fans that that truly watch the game know that this guy is bringing us down, and we need to change a culture. We need to do something different. Lamar needs to to uh, have a, a language, a different language, with another offensive coordinator. If we're going to keep this guy, so look no and matter, change the culture of this no, team. No matter how well J.K. And, and Edwards is doing throughout the game, or in in a quarter, he's going to abandon him. He's going to abandon him and go with Lamar on fourth and one. Everybody in the league knows it. If we're sitting there as fans. Say, please don't hand it off to Lamar. Um, and he could get hurt. Why? This is what you pay these running backs to do. And you know, it's funny. I, I, was, <laughs> I posted in a Facebook chat. I was mad that uh, he was running with Huntley in that, in that Pittsburgh game. When Huntley took the shot, the 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 helmet yeah, yeah. to helmet shot, yeah. and someone says, "Well, Lamar got hurt, and he wasn't. He was actually trying to escape, you know, the the the, the pressure." And they were basically saying that whether you're running or standing in the pocket, you have a chance to get hurt. But my thing is, is you're increasing the, percentage, the probability the yeah. of your quarterback getting hurt with these draws and with a backup quarterback. So, and, but I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, listen, listen Huntley is not the guy. If these games have shown you he's not the guy. He's just not. Last and, year and, and people this that year. people that think he is, I, yeah. I delusional. Yeah. Just his throwing motion just alone tells me he's not the guy. But you look at his stats compared to Watson, Huntley eighteen. I mean seventeen for thirty. Watson was eighteen for twenty eight. Very similar. Yeah. Hundred thirty eight yards for Huntley. Hundred sixty one for for Watson. And then, but Huntley had the pick in the red zone. That's the difference. And Watson had had a touchdown pass. But they were averaging around five five yards a throw. I mean, it was very conservative yeah. play. As it should but, be because they're they're protecting him. And and I, I yeah. okay, Roman, I I agree with that. But as soon as he stretches out and has to do something, it, it's not. It, it's it, not. It, it, it's it not good. It's it not good. And it, this game, everything went wrong. I mean, I mean, three points on offense for us. We're supposed to be hitting our stride. He, you should be fired after this game. Right. I mean, I, I'm I'm serious. 
after this game, you should be but, done but, but, against But you them. have nobody to replace them. So oh, and now mean, you're going into the meat of our, you know, it was a division game too. That This is just pathetic fans that we are going into a division game and cannot score more than three points. Um, uh, Shaman's Cleveland too for 13, but we expect that from Cleveland. So and Watson's it, just getting in the groove of things, yeah, you know, and their their defense better. was was bad yeah. against the run. This was a game perfect for a backup quarterback and yeah. our two running backs that we finally had healthy. I just don't understand. I mean, that he alone, should, he needs to be done after this game. And Huntley should, you know, between, after this year, I between think. last year with the last six games, some of them division games as always. He should have got that experience under his belt to get the confidence. He's not a rookie. You know, he's not Pickens in Pittsburgh. So, hey, you we expected more from you, Huntley. You had a whole week to prepare, and this is the product of it. And so people that like him and want him to stay as a second-string quarterback, no. It was just it no. was just a like a lethargic offense. It was just so bland. It was just you just didn't expect anything. And when we did get the opportunities to score, we missed it. Tucker misses the, the field goal just before halftime, and I knew that was a bad sign. Yeah. Then he gets blocked, you know, and look at the amount of fumbles. Robinson, two fumbles, one one that he lost, and that sucked and everything was, out of us after that. And he was the one that got the, the interception in the red zone to, for Cleveland. It, they were throwing it to him, and yep. he wasn't aggressive going to the ball in, in, in the corner just – just cut in front of them for the interception. So Huntley fumbled, Duvernay fumbled. I mean, uh, luckily, um, we only lost the ball once out of those four fumbles. But you come know, on, guys. You I know, mean, Brandon, it, it was a crazy week for all teams. All these games yeah, it was. was just crazy with what they were doing. They were fumbling. They were calls were crazy. Um, so our game was pretty conservative, except we had turnover after turnover. Yeah. And and you know what? We were still in there. When Tucker's missing field goals, yeah, that's, that's when you know. That's a bad sign. It's a bad sign you're probably going to lose the game, especially yeah. if it's a tight game. And that block, that block field goal meant everything to Cleveland from, from momentum because nine times out of ten, Tucker makes that 50-yarder. I honestly think that they had it after his first missed field goal yeah. because we had a chance to tie it at half as ugly as we played. And they were still up by three, yeah. and you knew points were going to come hard by in this game. Yeah. But, you know, moving on, like I said, we were a couple days uh, recording this couple days past the game, and now we got drama. Now we got fire Greg Roman papers in, in the facility, yeah. Cool. Yeah. and it's a big conspiracy. Who who could have wrote it? Who, uh, I mean— it's just it's just funny to me yeah, that, that this I mean, is happening at this time of the year. If anybody has followed us uh, last year and this year, one of our, our themes, we have themes that just go on and on game after game. And you'll hear us talk about Roman throughout our podcast for a whole year and now this whole year. We give him praise when he, when he deserves it. But I tell you, when we got into critical situations in the fourth quarter that needs a good play call, I'll give him last game. He did a good play call um, to make the first down with Edwards. But I will say, nine times out of ten, he makes them. He does not make the right call and the right decision. We don't have our another theme is timeouts with John Harbaugh. He 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 really is ridiculously bad on that. And you know, these themes just come continue and continue. And Lamar getting hurt in prime time uh, time of the season when he needs to be healthy because 
they utilize this guy too much. We're just, I mean, we're, we're just repeating ourselves yeah, at this over point. Over and over. Uh, Lamar gets hurt around this time last year, and he never came back. <laughs> and we lost every game yep. last year since he was injured. Mm-hmm. So it's just ugly all around. Big changes need to be made. Of course, um, Ravens being desperate, and we pick up Sammy Watkins uh, after he gets released before the Packers game. So we got Sammy back to give us absolutely nothing like he gave the Packers. I'm so sick of these washed-up receivers, but this is what we're, we're, hey, we're another, used to now. Another theme. Another theme yeah, we have. Another we never have a premier receiver. Theme. We can't get him in, in you know offseason. We can't sign him during the season. We can't draft worth a doggone uh, on draft day for a receiver. So, you know, it's just the only upside is that we have two home games back to back, uh, Falcons and Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the Pittsburgh game is going to be tough, but Lamar needs to come back for this Falcons game. Uh, If Huntley is still in the lineup playing as a starter, it's it's a scary sight, and that Falcons game is no guarantee. I feel a little bit better with Lamar on the field, um, opening up the the pass game more. We need to get Andrews back involved. I mean, he's 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 gone missing. He's gone missing now. So it's just not looking because good. Because they're saying they're double teaming him, and all we depend on is our tight end. So yeah. now what? You know, you got Oliver and Andrews it's, now. It's like you you you, you picked up Deshaun Jackson. Use him now. You picked up Watkins. I mean, if you're going to pick up these guys, you might as well use them. Otherwise, what's the point? I mean, we haven't had a wide receiver catch a touchdown since week three. That's embarrassing. And I go back. That's a stat I can't even believe. I have to go back to design plays for these guys, your playmakers, other offensive um, coaches for their teams that have premier players. Get them involved early. Get them involved a lot for design plays. And we don't have that. It's, It's just like... Well, I don't think I don't football. think we have playmakers outside of Andrews. Well, in all I mean, honesty. well, you got to target somebody other than Andrews. You know, these guys are just—they're the they're not getting open. It's just—it's all around bad. Brandon, remember the the game where Andrews got hurt and Lamar passed it to like six different five different receivers, including the, the tight end. I think it was the Bucks game. The Bucks game. I mean, he spread it all over the field, and we said, "Hey, <clears throat> this could be the the time where you understand that." It's not just Andrews to, to target first. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you know what? We just peaked too early, and uh, the way I see it is, we're gonna get in the playoffs or sneak in there. I mean, the Raiders won miraculously. That helped us out because the Packer, I mean, the the Patriots, if they won, that they would be right on our our heels, and the Dolphins lost as well. Yeah. So. I mean, we got some breathing room in that sense, but I, this team's going to be one and done, in my opinion, unless we can, these last three games, you know, turn it around and get some momentum going and find a spark. I don't see us going deep in the playoffs at all. Yeah. At I all. Mean, I mean, I, I can't agree more. Cincinnati's peaking at the right peaking time. Peaking at the right time. They're down 17-0. They come back and win the game. And Lamar hasn't uh, practiced all week. This is Tuesday. He hasn't practiced yet, so there's no guarantee he'll be ready to play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I say it's kind of the design play calling for to keep try to keep Lamar a little safe um, from running design runs for him, um, especially at the end of the season. And, uh, okay, you can scramble. If you get hurt scrambling, that's that's the game. But it's just amazing that these premier quarterbacks that are headed to the playoffs, like Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, 
are not getting touched nor hurt. They throw the ball away. That's the other thing. Lamar never throws the ball away. I, I just think, so I, I, don't I, I, I don't want to get on a tangent, but I, I just think at the end of the day, you need some passing game because it's a passing league. Oh, yeah. Mahomes, Herbert, Josh Allen, uh, Rodgers. It's a passing league, and the run game is fine, but playing conservative all the time, it's going to hurt you, yeah. and you need to air it out sometimes. And so if we, we need to get a guy in the offseason, a veteran receiver that can go up and get the ball because, just, yeah, because just, well, they, they, all, these guys that can't make plays, you're never going to win. You're never going to win with that, and with the mixture of Roman – it's just it's just a bad a bad you know in, in meal. In Lamar is it's the a most bad accurate um, passer. Uh, you know, just I, I was watching a Buffalo game and Josh, when you see his release, whether it's um, straight uh, under center or he's scrambling, it's just so effortless. I mean, I'm not comparing Lamar to Josh, but when you really look at a pure quarterback like that, it's hard because Lamar doesn't have to me the fundamentals. He he can he has um you can win with Lamar you know, I mean I am not I, I'm not I, buying that I, I'm, I'm not buying that you can win with them because look at these quarterbacks that are Matt Ryan's Taylor Heineke's I mean we got a guy who's a top ten quarterback in the league I'm just saying he's, he's going to miss a thrower go next elite where where you see he he's not as accurate so these receivers have to uh, compensate for that right because he's not going to throw right to him like you said we need a a big physical receiver that can go up and catch the ball, right? Because he's not going to float it right to him like Josh Allen does, period. And so... Um, the way hey, I see it is, with, with these receivers, run a two-tight end set. I mean, you you were bragging about Isaiah Likely. Have two guys out there. He's damn yeah. near a, a wide receiver, the way he moves. And You're so desperate. You're getting all these guys in, in you know, the the Jacksons and Watsons of the world, and you don't use them. But you got a guy who is a rookie, um, who has got all the talent in the world. Why is he not point. on the field with Andrews? It's a good point. It was a good point. When we had when our best year was when we had if a they three cover one end. guy. They got yeah. the other guy. We had a three tight end set a lot of times, right? Not a lot, Dad. Not not a what, lot. When we had, um, I know, but we, they weren't they weren't on the field at the same time all the time. No, 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 no. But anyway, we could rotate them. That's you know, it, I guess I meant to say just we we rotated a, a, a three tight ends. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, trying to be positive, but you yeah, know, this loss was terrible. The, it was this, it was absolutely horrible, and there's. Like I said, and unless they show us something, I don't see what there is to be positive about. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, we, we won games early in the year, and we're sitting pretty good to make the playoffs. But and let's face it, uh, Cleveland is not a premier team right now. They, they yeah. you know, and, and we got the, Sean Watson. That hurts to lose against him. I mean, we he was we, struggling the last two games. We only us. put up thirteen against the Panthers. We struggled against Bron- uh, Denver. We beat them by a point. We struggled against Pittsburgh. We lost to Cleveland. Listen, fans, I, you, you can say that we're, we're Debbie Downers, but we're just being realists. And, I mean, like I said, unless this team turns around, do you, can you really say that you believe that we can make a push in the, deep in the playoffs? Well, we're, the test will be Christmas Eve because if they can't beat Arizona at home, then— Falcons. I'm sorry. Falcons. Falcons at yeah. Atlanta at home, at home then uh, our season is doubtful. Very doubtful. Yeah, I mean Cincinnati looks like they're they're gonna take it all the way for the uh, division, division unless Josh Allen comes up for us. But I was really banking 
on Brady and to, to get us, uh, you know, still uh, in the lead in the, in the division. And then they have to face Buffalo still. But now they got a game up on us at 10 wins and we're sitting at nine. So, I mean, in that aspect, I feel like that's our Super Bowl just for bragging rights because I, the, the AFC is so stacked yeah. for these playoffs yeah. teams. It's just so hard to see this team, the way they're playing, to do anything. But it's the name of the game, yeah. and uh, hopefully we are wrong and yeah. we can have something to cheer for. You know, we live and die uh, with the black and purple. I just want to shout out a, a comment on um, last week's Game, Evan Webb, four quarterbacks in four quarters, two for us, two for Pittsburgh. What a game. Glad we pulled out the W. Yeah, it was nice to beat Pittsburgh. Um, (laughs) Finally, it was a crazy game with all the quarterbacks that played for sure. Uh, This Cleveland game was another crazy game with Tucker missing two field goals and just the the stuff, the, the, the mistakes that we all mentioned. But you just pray that, you know, they can wrap it up with with Atlanta, and I think playing home might might do that. Might help, you yeah. know. I mean, um, if that, we, that, if that's we, what I'm hoping for. If we uh, win out the last three games, we we own everything. We own that. We we win the division, and yeah. we're a good. good spot. I think if we go two and one, you know, we're still good. We might not win a division, but we'll we'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Definitely can't go one and two, and of course, zero oh and three is without that. That's just out the door. So we have to at least go two and one and win these next two games. And uh, see see what happens that last game in Cincinnati. So we will be with you Christmas Eve. The Falcons, I'm not even sure who their quarterback is. Is it Mariota still? I have no idea. I haven't been keeping up with Atlanta at all. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see if this Ravens team can step it up. And, uh, oh, man. After an ugly loss, they should have motivation. So You would, you would think. You we'll would see. think. So. We'll see. We will see. A lot going on in this organization on and off the field. And uh, hopefully the Ravens can, can get it all together. We will be with you Christmas Eve.